Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to She Podcast. This is Jessica Kufferman with me as always, my lovely co-host Elsie Escobar and our producer John Jamingo. Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing this fine Monday morning? Oh my gosh. I'm a little hungover. Are you? What yeah. do you drink? Me and Jack Daniels were having a party last night. What about you, Else? Huh? Huh? Really? That's <laughs> yeah. that's all you got? That's all I have, man. That's all I have. You know, I'm seeing myself in the mirror and I my face looks tilted. Does it awesome. do that all the time? Or is it my glasses? Or am I just going like this? I don't know. It's weird. I I don't see you tilted. Do people wake up with their faces tilted or is that just me? I don't know. I don't think your face is tilted. I had someone mention about a TV star, a well-known TV star, and said her eyes are off. Like they're off center. They're not. Like one's one's lower than the other. I know everybody's eyes are like that, though. But this is significant. mine Mine is getting higher, I think, as I get older. It didn't used to be that way. But yeah, I definitely have one that's smaller or higher or both. Yeah, I never noticed it before they told me about it. And as soon as they told me about it, I can't see her without seeing. I was like, wow, how did I not see that before? I also have this thing with my eyes where I can't open one as wide as the other one. So if I go like this, I look nuts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's the, <laughs> so you that's... have just like that one eye. Yeah, this awesome. one like won't open as much. The Marty Feldman, if anybody knows Marty Feldman. Is. Scott calls it my stink eye. There you go. I give them the stink eye. So uh, we have a lot to discuss today. But before yes, we, we talk about any news or anything like that, I also have some personal stuff to discuss as well. But the first thing we'd like to announce is that She Podcasts Live is going to be held in Scottsdale, Arizona. Scottsdale, Arizona. I swore up and down, left and right, that I would not have my show maybe ever on the west coast i was pretty pretty set against planning something in a different time zone but i went and saw this uh resort kind of out of spite because i needed to have something like i was we were bargaining with charlotte and i really wanted something to like compare against and there was absolutely no comparison. It was a completely different feel. It was much more what you and I had talked about, Elsie. Like Charlotte was very similar to the feel in Atlanta. It was like a big city feel with lots of bold colors and stripes. And it felt very – it's a perfect place to have like a corporate conference. Right. But this year – she and I talked about wanting something that was a little bit more experiential. We wanted the sponsors to be creating experiences. We wanted to create some more experiences, not necessarily 100% education the whole time, but also to leave room to have socialization and self-care. So this place is much more conducive to that. They have beautiful outside areas for learning and a spa on site and most of their rooms I think all of their rooms have a fireplace, like shit like that. It's just going to be crazy. It's going to be really great. So um, I'm really excited to the Scottsdale Plaza Resort. We do not have tickets on sale. I am not taking speakers. If you want to talk to me about sponsorship, that's fine. It's never too early to talk about sponsorship because although I don't even have a sponsor deck or any pricing. So I guess it is too early for that as well. So just know that it's in Scottsdale. Um, I don't have anything other than that. I am working on getting it. In the next couple weeks, I would like to have tickets on sale at the very latest at PodFest. All right. So, but you didn't say when this is happening oh. so people can actually. Yes. Put so, it if on you want to plan for it, it's October 15th through the 18th, which is a Thursday through Sunday. And probably again, I would say yes, Thursday night, there will probably be a party. And yes, Sunday, there'll probably be content until at least noon. So, I wouldn't okay. get an early flight Sunday and I wouldn't come in late on. Thursday, not too late on Thursday. So it's kind of like a four day thing and it's going to be really fun. I'm excited. We have a couple, we have two speakers. I don't even know if you know about that, Elsie, but there are two people I already know that are slated to speak. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. That's it. That's because I asked them last year and they could come. So now they're going to come for this one. Cool. That's amazing. I've already had inquiries on where it was. And I was like, I went and looked and I was like, mm, don't know. I, I, it's a secret right now where I know when it is, but I You've don't know where inquiries, it is. already huh? That's crazy. Yeah. I've had three people because they're all excited because it's on the, it's on the West Coast. So right. it's a drive. Right. Right. There's a lot of people that have that drive thing. And also, I mean, just to note what's interesting about now that I've seen as the space has been shifting a little bit more and there's a lot more conferences around, you know, like a lot of live events, a lot of podcasting centric kind of things going on. People are really looking, not only just attendees, but also sponsors are really looking as to where are we going to go? Where are we going to put our money down? Where are we going to like, you know, put all that stuff down? So at least having a date is very important so that everybody else can start to get things done. It is important. I know for Lipson and on the feed, we every single episode at the end, we go through all the places that Lipson is going to be. And part of it is that we really like to look at quarters, like we're going to be here, here and here so that we try and tell our people this is where we're going to be so that people can attend. Yeah, it's really important. You know, it's completely 100% dependent on the hotel. I can't pick a date without choosing the hotels because if I because if I come down to two hotels and neither of them have the date that I've advertised, I'm screwed. Yeah. So I have to go to the hotels and say what, you know, any time in October for you and any time in October for you and if I can pit them against each other then all the better, but you know, hotels are the ones that have crowded space. So I have to be yeah. so we will not be this late in choosing a location or a dates again. We will I'm almost 99% sure that we will have 2021 ready to purchase and plan by 2020. I'm not doing that again. That was simply because we planned the event last year in like seven months. But this year we have longer. So it shouldn't happen. And also, you don't know what you don't know, Jess. You know, it's like when you're doing stuff like this, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know. I mean, you somebody can tell you best practices like you should have this ready and you should have this ready. But there's a difference between somebody saying you should have this ready and you actually being able to do Do it. it. Right. (laughs) Right. I mean, and honestly, it's just the same way that we're doing right now when we were talking about last episode where it's like we want to I want to me, Elsie, wanted to get this episode out on Wednesdays of the week. Then the reality is that uh, (laughs) we can't. So yeah, yeah, we can't. Um, or I can't. I guess we could in some place, but everybody would suffer. So yeah, right. What's different about your hair today? Mine, it's dirty, and <laughs> it's, uh, it's longer. It's dirty and it. longer. And I lost Tabula. I still have my. Can you believe I still have fairy the glitter hair? hair? No I way. I still have fairy hair. I lost a blue one just the other day and I kid you not I am now getting to the point where I'm like can it just be over now because I it's still here it's still here see (gasps) that is insane how do you keep it in so long I don't know I don't know you don't shed you must not shed you should have a contest to see whose fair hair lasts the longest I know right so okay she has to have won you guys listen February almost all of you people who went to she podcast live and got fairy hair email feedback at shepodcast.com and tell me if you still have fairy hair and we can see who has the fairy hair for the longest. Because I still have, I have three strands in my hair, I think. It's crazy, though. I don't even know. I, I'm i kind of done with it, though. I I'm thought like, I saw fairy hair, but it was just food. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so let's start with some news. The news you can use. For the informed podcaster, podcasting news. Oh my gosh. All right. So the biggest news that I have seen happening around podcasting Mm -hmm. is this article from Bloomberg because everybody wants to know about Apple and or Spotify. So last week we talked about Spotify a lot and this week we're going to be talking about Apple And this is an article from Bloomberg that uh, is titled, Apple Planning to Make Original Podcasts Promoting Its TV Shows. Oh, my God. Because, just saying. What? Well, I predicted this, and I'm not going to have to eat my panties. John, would you like to play a little bit from (sighs) uh, one of the episodes? 
Well, no, let's 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 refer back to 49, please. But my thought was if Apple is going to get into the content strategy, I thought that their foray into creating their own podcast content was going to be around supporting Apple TV, like the TV Plus, Apple TV Plus programming, aka it would be something like inside the scenes or behind the scenes of the newest shows that have just come out. I'm sure that will be included. The TV show. But so that's question, what I thought was the first thing. Yay! That's me being a good analyst. And since you did that, when you were right, you don't have to. So have I to may eat. eat my panties? Yeah, no, I don't have to eat my panties now. See? There we That's go. That's really good. And that means fabulous. Wow, getting to use <laughs> getting to use all the soundboards today. I know. So what it said in this article from Bloomberg is, quote, the company has since discussed making podcasts with producers of its original series, according to two of the people who asked not to be identified because the plans mm. aren't final. Okay, so even though, I mean, you guys can read this entire article, it's still speculation. This is not 100% released. This is not confirmed by Apple by any means, but it is something that that they are putting together. And this is a very, I feel this is a very, very smart move. From the get-go, I have said that there's no reason for them to create original content that is just a podcast because Apple is not podcasting platform. They are a tech company. Um, they offer hardware. And yes, they have just gotten into the media game, but they've been, they've invested millions of dollars on Apple TV plus. Why wouldn't they want to add extra content to support selling that versus having to market your own podcast? I mean, we all know how hard that is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I I think it's a smart move for them, yeah. to be honest with you. They're Netflix doing, is doing it. That makes no sense to me, Netflix. Why? Because they're, they're not supposed to be in audio. They're video. No, well, Netflix is... Well, what I'm saying is Netflix is doing what Apple is going to do. Netflix has a podcast that supports their shows. Like one of my favorite shows right now that I binge watched eh. and I really want to create a, a podcast about it is The Witcher. I really loved The Witcher. I thought it was amazing. So the behind the scenes that Netflix is putting out, it's called Behind the Scenes, about The Witcher was awesome. I loved listening to it because they have access, obviously, to all the Do you like The, the Witcher? Do you watch I that? Loved, I loved the you whole love thing. You love The Witcher. Okay. It was amazing. The Witcher, not The Watcher. The I know. Witcher. The Witcher. I know. Yeah. She was okay. watching The yeah. Witcher. Um, yeah. And I loved it. So having the behind the scenes of that, having hearing from the costume designers, hearing from the actors and how they played their roles or why they were cast and the casting directors and all of that stuff, I found to be incredibly intriguing. They only had four episodes about it, but I find that this is a wonderful way to market something that is that you've invested so much money on a TV show. It's so much more expensive than creating a, a podcast and they have access to all this background stuff. Why not create don't you think this is a little bit of a lame way of getting, I mean, it's kind of almost like a, here they've been hosting and supporting podcasts and podcasters since the very first one. And their first foray into podcasting is to sell their TV shows. Yes. It's kind of, a, I think it's amazing. You don't think it's you kind know of why? like a slap in the face a little bit? Like, it oh, is. your content's not even that important. We're only going to use it to do our own content. What? I mean, you know no, what I mean? I well, why would they support anybody? No, see, no, I don't No, because the bot literally the bottom line is they want to keep on making money. But why wouldn't they hire Jennifer Aniston to do a podcast instead of putting all this money into TV and then using podcasting to sell it? That feels dirty to me somehow. How much no. would it cost Jennifer Aniston to do a podcast? How much would it you'd have to pay her to do that when you can get a couple millions right. and millions and millions of dollars? Also, you don't know if they're going to do a podcast and she'll be in it. Also, like, that's not if, even the best use of her time. She's best on television. But that's not the point. It's just an example. Yeah, but think about how incredibly... I mean, I do love their TV. I think you're looking at it because you're such a fan of their television. I am yeah. too. But that's not the hat I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing the hat where like I've been podcasting since 2013 and they've never given us any kind of help or a reach out or like here, let's support oh God, the creators. No, I completely disagree. They don't support the creators unless it's self-serving. They don't. But then... They're not a content 
company. Other than now, they just started doing Apple TV+. Yeah, they are now, but just not the content that they've been supporting for 15 years. Yeah, but without Apple, we wouldn't be where we are as podcasters. All right, but that's like saying without shoes, we'd all have blistered feet. Doesn't mean we have to bow down to Steve Madden, who makes the most uncomfortable shoes ever. Right, but what I'm saying to you is they didn't come into this to for podcast. They just, podcasting grew up out of it. Yeah, that was a horrible analogy on my part too, by the way. Horrible. Yeah. But it's like, I don't, I don't understand. I think that they've done amazing things for podcasters. They've been supportive in the technology of podcasters. I think that we as content creators get very sad about the fact that only a few people get the gift of being promoted by Apple Podcasts. So I do believe that there is an element of privilege and access that is not for the rest of us, if you will. But given that, I do feel that the access that Apple provides and the support that they continue to put out is good for the entire industry. Sadly, they're the only people that have done that to that extent. Spotify is coming up and obviously doing their making their own play and doing their own stuff. But I, I think that this is the smartest move that they could have made to do this because people need to be paying for Apple. TV Plus. <laughs> it is, in you know? a word, amazing. The shows, every show. Have you watched the um, Octavia Spencer show? Uh-huh. It's amazing. It's so good. There's a, there was an, a scene in that, Jess. The scene, I don't know if you've seen the whole thing. I already I've watched the whole, the whole thing. thing. The whole thing. Okay. So the scene that she had with her husband, when her husband was like, you need to get in, not get in line, but like, you need to stop doing all this stuff. He was so real and meaning it was one of the best husband and wife scenes i've ever seen i was like oh my god it would just laid it on the line it was just so beautifully done and so grown up it's funny that you say that because there was another scene that hit me like it had nothing to do with the storyline whatsoever but it also made it very weird for me he came up to it was early on in the series he came up to confront her about doing something dangerous which is her jam right and he interrupted her she has a little like prayer room like a little meditation prayer altar type room Uh yeah and like he yells at her and then she yells back at him and then they have some sort of like minor agreement and then she goes but honestly don't ever do that to me when i'm in there that's for me not for you don't interrupt me when i'm in there and then they just moved on with the scene and the story and it had nothing to do with the story but i thought i'm glad she took a minute to say like to spread you know to like make that boundary because that made it so much more real to me and it also like i don't know hopefully taught someone to stick up for them you know like men it's a typical man gets mad because women's not doing what's best for her like type scene and for her to be like okay i'm gonna try and you know be more cautious but also don't fucking bother me when i pray bitch and i no, (laughs) and i like that i like that good it that is really why good. that other that's why that other conversation she had with her husband was so powerful because it's a given all the crazy stuff, obviously, you know, the danger and the things right. that she's, are happening. She's, and, she's right. She's um investigating a serial killer that she may have put in jail not wrongly. Serial killer, just a regular No, no, regular murder. Right. Just a murder just a regular murder. Right. Not serial. serial killers on the brain for some reason, because I've been yeah. watching Killing Eve. So Yeah. So but but the thing is that that was a healthy it's a healthy marriage. Like they yes. talk with one another. They hash things Disagree. out. Right. It, they don't scoot over issues that you wouldn't. Uh, there's a lot of nuance in that relationship. And I think that's what I enjoyed the most. Was yeah, they also fight about that. her family and how fucked up they are. Yeah. And I like that too. Like, like, and she's like, yeah, they're sucky. Okay. Whatever. You knew that. Careful, ladies. You're doing a podcast about a TV show right now. No, we're not. We're doing a That's podcast. That's exactly. We're just going TV deep. show. Hold on. It's very meta. This is a podcast about podcasting, and we're talking about a TV show about a podcast. Yeah. No. That's right. Because in the, in the, this is a show about a podcaster. A podcaster, yes. Yes. But what you guys were just doing is what the allure of podcasting about a TV show is, is where super fans exactly. go to no, really dig into it. I don't think wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with podcasting about a TV show. It just kind of hurts that that's Apple's first choice. That's all I meant. It doesn't hurt me at all. I think I'm like, this actually makes me happy. And I have issues with Apple myself. Yeah. Uh, meaning, you know, I've talked about, but anyway. Yeah. Yes. So you guys, 
If you have any comments, though, do yeah. feel It'll- free to send us feedback, feedback at shepodcast.com about all of that stuff. So now we're going to actually move into um, another segment, y'all, because that was it for the news today that we haven't touched base uh, in, in we a while. We segment in forever. In forever. So here's Weird and Wild Show of the Week. Weird and Wild. Weird and Wild. Weird and Wild Show of the Week. Has it been long enough where her voice is completely different than that now? You know what? It still has some of that, but I'm stunned at her capacity to still be so eloquent. Yes. She's still like that. Her voice has dropped. So yeah, now she sounds even like she doesn't have, you know how little like, look, I- I'm speaking from experience. I always made my voice higher because it's safer for the majority of, at least in the book that I read, I didn't know this is what I was doing and I was doing there. But the cuter, the so, the higher the, the, the voice is, the, the safer other people feel about you. And right. so I kind of internalize that subconsciously. And I always talk like this. I Ew, always was cute Elsie. and sweet and that kind of stuff. Oh. I always did that. Hunter doesn't have that at all. She's very, mm-hmm. she's very solid. She doesn't, once when she's playing, she'll do a higher voice, you know, but when she's being herself, she's full on, her voice is dropped. She's very steady. I love her voice. It's She's got a great voice. It's just cute to record them at a certain age. Like Nate got his first phone when he was like 12 or maybe uh-huh. 11. And his voicemail was like Nathan Schaefer. Oh and then and then he kept it till he was like 20. Like his voice changed and dropped. No, he kind of talks like this. But then you'd call him and it was like, leave a message for Nathan Schaefer. Oh, my God. So cute. I was so mad when he, he just changed it like the last six months. And I was so sad. Oh, I was going to catch it forever. It was amazing. So cute. I know. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, speaking of that, this is off subject. But like, yeah, Isaac has the thing where like if anything was like has ends in ed like loved cried jumped mm-hmm. he always he adds a did so it's loved it i loved it it i jumped it oh, over that's so cute it's so that's cute and then so like cute. and like and like scott and his mom started like correcting him oh no she's like well, he's gonna love and i'm like don't correct him he's only gonna do that probably for another six months and then some other asshole is gonna correct him it doesn't have to be us like let him be cute like it's cute he's mm, gonna grow out of that cute. naturally Oh my god! What was that? Do it again. Mm, this is good. Mm, this is good. Oh my god! I forgot that. That was like three years ago. So cute. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! He's so funny. Anyway, oh my god. All right. So coming back to weird and wild show of the week here, y'all. So I found this uh, this a uh, podcast. It's actually called What's Crap. On WhatsApp. Okay. Love it. So it is a five minute radio show designed for the platform, meaning WhatsApp, distributed as a voice note to almost 2,000 users. Okay. So, but, but in addition to that, though, it's also distributed as a regular podcast as well. I'm saying regular in the sense that we all know. So you can subscribe to it via Spotify and Apple Podcast and all that kind of stuff as well. But um, the reason that I came about is because there was there's a lot of disinformation in WhatsApp and there's a lot of groups out there in the United States. WhatsApp is not used very much, but in the rest of the world, it's one of the the it's possibly the main platform com- for communication and in, in, for everyone. And so but there's a lot of like weird stuff happening in WhatsApp that's never addressed. And so this podcast was created to debunk this information. So just that in itself is a really neat thing about about what's happening with the industry, right? And the way that it's doing it. Now, here's why I really love this, though. So there is a and the way I'm bringing this to the table is Mm -hmm. that there is a startup. It's an outside of the United States startup in South Africa. And what they're doing is they are literally just creating, they're centering WhatsApp in their podcasting create creation process for this specific platform. So they're leading with amplifying stuff or amplifying uh, podcasts in WhatsApp first. Mm-hmm. And I find this to be amazing just because they're really addressing the fact that there's a lot of people. And again, this is expanding the pie of podcasting. This is 
introducing people who may or may not have ever listened to podcasts、mm-hmm. to podcast in the platform that they are using, which is WhatsApp. And maybe, obviously, there's a lot of us are going to go. That's not really a podcast. It's not RSS feed based. No, it's not. It's not RSS feed based in WhatsApp. It's a completely different platform. But the way that it's being delivered, you can actually subscribe to it inside of WhatsApp. It is a sort of like a one-way communication inside of WhatsApp. It's a business、uh, account that you can create in there. And what happens is when they release a new episode, it just comes out in your WhatsApp as a little voice memo app, and it's literally five minutes or less. And you just press play and you listen to it, and there it is. In addition to all these other different places, but I really love the idea of being able to. Expand this, and the company is also training news organizations around South Africa that are putting content out there to help them leverage WhatsApp as a delivery platform for their audio content. So all of that stuff to me is super, super. Are you a heavy、um, WhatsApp user? I am not. I I only use it. No, but I'm just saying that I, I barely use it, because- use it. So I didn't even know it had that kind of capability. I'm, the only reason I'm bringing this forward is because I am really trying to amplify global podcast listenership, and also the fact that I'm really into Spanish-speaking podcasters and supporting Spanish-speaking podcasters. And like, let's say for my mom and dad, my dad only lives in WhatsApp. Like he he communicates in WhatsApp with all his friends in El Salvador. When they go to El Salvador, that's what they communicate with each other. Doing There is a whole entire generation and in in many different parts of the world that are really WhatsApp centric, and that's where they get everything. They don't do much of anything else,、um, and so being able to put content inside of WhatsApp in this way and optimizing it and understanding the platform. It's not for everybody. Like I wouldn't say everybody needs to be have a WhatsApp podcast or a five minute podcast on WhatsApp. But there are certain themes, just like this one, that is very centric. Like anybody outside of the United States, like India is a heavy user. Like everywhere, it's a heavy user of WhatsApp.、Mm-hmm. So being able to optimize it for outside of the U.S. if your audience is that is very. Very important. So you guys check out. There's going to be links in the show notes, and I'll share a link to this startup. The startup is called Volume, and it's a South African startup. So anyway, cool. That's it. So as you guys know, I moved. Maybe some of you don't know. I moved my office again. So I'm down in the on the first floor of my house instead of the second floor of the house. And like I over the years have acquired. A、one too many, let's say, microphones, tripods, ring lights, remotes. So I'm at my desk, and I know you can't see it, but I'm currently drowning in random tech, and I don't know what to do with it. So, like, here's an example. Like, there's this little dongle that I have that I think plugs into the Scarlett, and then allows me to plug a headphone in to、yeah. the to the mixer. So I know I have to keep that, but I don't know where to keep it. And then there's like. Little doodles that like look like they screw into a tripod, but I don't know where exactly. And then there's like chargers that I've accumulated from some place, like little you know chargers that you take to travel with you. I have like seven of those though. Like I have, like there's no reason to have so many. I mean, tons of USB, micro USB, printer cords, that stuff. I know what to do with. You wrap them up and you do you know, and they can sit like n- nicely in a container somewhere. But it's like. <sighs> What do you do with this stuff? Where do you organize this stuff? Is that a question? I, like a pop, like yeah, have a like, pop filter I, with no end. Like, is this trash? Boy, if you could put that thing on your, I would love it if you could ha- attach that, but you can't. I can't. What do I do with it?、Uh, if you can, should un- I just hold it like this? Is that better? <laughs> can I、you、wrap it around、never. like a donkey? Like, can, can you wrap it around、it? your neck and just put it right over your mouth? <laughs> Oh、is、gosh. it tra- and the thing is because I I I know I've put all this stuff together myself. So, but I unlike when you put together furniture, I don't know what's trash. Right. Like I I know extra、yes. screws when you put together a cabinet. What's trash? I don't know what's trash here. Yeah, and then what sucks is that if you throw it away, you'd have to have you. Sometimes you're going to go, oh my god, that thing. That's、yeah. what I need now. Right. I have a remote, and I have no idea what it's to. It doesn't have a brand name that I recognize on it. Every TV in my house has a remote. All my cameras have the remote. I don't know what it's for, or if I should throw. I mean, what if I need it? A remote is something I feel like I can't throw away for sure. 
What else is here? I think that you need oh, to find. Is- remember those little things that we gave away just at yeah. um, the little like tech thingy? Yeah. Like like yes. all those little the bits and pieces. cord bag. You, yes. You can put all of that inside of one of those cord bags and then just have that in there and just shove all that stuff in there. I have a wheel with a screw. Right. What is this for? A microphone I don't know stand? What that, I don't know. Does what a mic that is. go in here? Does two mics go in here? I have no idea what that is. John, any idea? No, I do not. Okay. The other two things you showed, I actually do have an idea, and I think yeah, you should keep I have both an of idea. Them. But this, okay. I don't have any idea. You know how you get these Amazon bags when you order from Amazon? They come in a little bag here. So what I yeah. do with mine, I save these, and what I do is I put the cords, all the same cords, oh my in the God, bag. Look. These are my cords. No, no, that's that's a that's a hard no. Like you got to separate them by what they do. I mean, but I do have them wrapped up so they can't get tangled. Oh, they're not tangled. Okay, at well least. that's good. There you go. But um, you that's know, a plus. Again, here's another one of those stupid things. Dongles. No, it's no, the charger, charger thing. Oh, okay. How many does a person need? Do I? And then it's like, well, let's just say I want to get rid of all of them except one. Right. Where do you donate that stuff? Does, is there a person on this planet that's like, I've been waiting for a wheel with a screw. Please give that to me. <laughs> like, what do I? Because, <laughs> I mean. I would take right, the wheel I'll, with I the screw and throw it out. Because it'll fuck up my camera. But, like, the only thing that's not covered in tech right now is the area where my computer is. And I had to shove it over to put my laptop on the desk. Why and don't when, you just put all of that stuff inside of a box and put it to the side and deal with it when you have time? Well, okay. So I just had the same problem here because I, I moved the studio upstairs. And to be honest with you, what happens is you have this big rat nest of cords and everything that you're trying to find and, and pull through. So what I did was I just pulled everything out and I just identified it. And I also bought those little things, those little Velcro th- things to – Put your cords around that Jessica That's showed me. That's what this is. It took me an hour yeah. to get these untangled and wrapped in Velcro. Right. That's what this is. And then that way you can at least have a, ch- a, a chance of finding them when you're done. Do you ever you sit them. for an hour when you're undoing 800 cords and think, this is what my life has come to? I'm so disorganized. Yes. That now an hour that I could be getting paid, my consulting fee is spent undoing five years of disorganization and carelessness it's a painful experience it's very eye-opening oh wait what about this one elsie what's this do you know what this one is what is that no i have no, no idea that's a little looks like a key to a roller skate hold on can i keep uh, my hand here no i saw, i here? see what it is oh, okay. i just don't know what it, it is does. for it's a screw it's... with a clip and i don't know where the clip no and it's broken I think. Oh, or maybe well, it's you supposed throw to have that, that stuff out. There you go. Like, you well, it maybe out. it's supposed to have that. I think <sighs> you need to put it all in one box and put it to the side and then deal with all of that at some point. Just If clear I don't touch it in six months, can I stuff. then take it to Goodwill or throw it away? What do you yes. do once you're done with it? What if you... Yeah. What happens when you know you don't need it? Throw it That's, out. That's, I guess, my question. Trash? Throw it out. Or recycle? And can you... Where well, do you recycle? If you have tech? to recycle it, then yes. I don't. I don't know. Tell you that you have to, have to is a strong word. The last episode of uh, Hate to Wait with Emily Prokop and I, I realized that my whole life I'm reactive. I, I don't plan anything. I'm not proactive to everything. I'm always reacting to something. I'm reacting to outside, and that's what you're doing right now. You've got to make a plan. Maybe do 15 minutes a day, you know, a day of trying to organize that stuff for half an hour, and then within a week you'll be surprised how much you get done. Yeah, I mean, I I try to be proactive and not reactive. It's just that sometimes when you move, it's stuff, the ADHD that we have that drives that. Yeah, that's true. It's because you can't put out fires. You sort of you're so busy doing that that you don't get to create any exactly. plan of water because the fires are always coming. So I just finished an audiobook, and it was very very good. And there's an entire chapter. That is about space in that book, the space element. And reading that really helped me understand, like it gave me the mindset to understand what needs to happen inside of spaces in order for things to move forward. So it's it's very interesting how um, Kate, Kate Stillman wrote this book uh, and it's called Master of You. But 
and she deals with it in a, in a variety of different layers. But the way that she deals with clearing up space around you as the first step in order to for productivity and, and following up on your dreams, like it's a really great actionable book. She does have some things that you need to do in terms of space. And I think that I've done a lot of them and in a little bit at a time, she puts like exacts as to what you need to do and all the t- questions that you're having about should I recycle this or should I do this? Like she really addresses how that messes up with your brain and how it doesn't really move things forward. It's kind of like a, it's a mindset thing where we get caught up on these small details because either we are unwilling to move forward or we haven't figured out exactly what we want in the end. So if you have the end result in mind, like what do you want to feel or how do you want all this to work, then making those choices is going to be easier to do. And if we get stuck on that, we just keep on moving it. And I, so I recognize a lot of patterns of exactly what you were saying, where it's like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, is this the thing? And and then, so it just held me back. And then I realized frustrating. Well, the, the bottom line is well, I want to get over there, but I find something in this conversation with myself that is keeping me here. And I have to deal with that right. first. And then the so, ADHD people like Jessica and I right. and Emily, we make the getting ready to get ready an issue. Like we're always yeah. going to get ready to get ready. And that becomes an issue to plan. It, it, it's, it's exhausting. It is. Yeah. That part is very exhausting. You know, so like I do a lot. I have done in the last couple of years a lot of observing of Emily. I know that she is chronic ADHD. And at first – And most of the time, when I see how she runs her life, I'm like, wow, that's so like proactive and thoughtful. And she really has a great way of handling it. But sometimes I'm like, she's making rules about her rules and she's making lists just to have lists. And I don't know if I have the time for that shit. Like, I don't have time for that because she was talking about her checklist and she was like, I make my bed in the morning and then I brush my teeth and then I make a list that says, make your bed, brush your teeth. And I check it off and I'm like, "Mm, I can't. I don't have time to even remember what I did already to check it off. Like, I and so I know it works for her and she's doing an amazing job of, you know, monitoring everything. But different things work for different people. She didn't just get to that. You know, that was a. I know that was, you know, over time, she realized what she needed to write down so she could check it off. Right. She just it's called morning pages that she writes. And if you go to Hate the Wait, of the podcast Hate the Wait, we talk about it. I'm just a little shameless yeah. plug. Morning podcast. No, that's fine. Morning morning pages is um, stream of consciousness writing for about three minutes, sort of like it's a brain dump that helps you kind of like clear your head for what you're going to do that day. And I do believe in a morning time when you plan out your day or even the night before planning out your day and what you're going to do, what you're going to tackle first. I think that's really important. When I stayed with her in Denver, I just got a little bit bogged down in like the rules of the yoga rules and the fasting rules and the like I I know you know what it is. I I don't take anything as seriously as she does. And as a result, I found the way that she did that to be a little rigid for me, but maybe if I sacked up as an example, I could probably be a lot better you off. You could use you know a little I mean? rigidity in your life. I mean, I have some you know, but some more um, would be nice. I guess some more wouldn't hurt. And I don't want to bust on Emily. She knows I love her. You guys know I love her. Um, and yeah, I do recommend Hate the Wait, even if nothing else, to hear about all the different ways that she gets things done and organizes her time. There's always a nugget in there, even if the whole thing doesn't apply to you. There's always something good that she says. But I don't know. I need to find like a she's very rigid and it really works for her. I don't know that I can be as rigid, but I'm trying. I'm working out twice a week. I am. I started fasting, but then I changed my mind. Instead, I'm just writing down my food and my fitness pal, which is not fasting, but it is something. It's like a way of being, you know, and trying to stay under a certain amount of calories. We'll see how it goes. Maybe if I need, maybe I do need to be more rigid. Who knows? You have to. And I think that part of it is, I mean, once you read the book, it's really cool. Um, that I'm going to plug it until it's out so that you can read some of it and you can hear me read it. But the other thing is maybe the language, Jess, maybe rigid is kind of negative sounding. I wonder if you can find even just a yes, positive okay. spin to that. Fair like, enough. I don't know if it's discipline, boundary, discipline. I like discipline. I feel, yeah, I feel that like she's, that she's more disciplined than I think I can be. Right. You know, what's really interesting is that I off, like there were a couple of big things that I, I'm still fighting against and I, and I hear you not to the level that you're experiencing but I do understand that 
thing and it's like an internal thing. I remember one of the first things that I heard Kate say way back when, gosh, in 2011 or something, was about waking up in the morning early. And at that time, yeah, I was waking up at like up. 11. I was, yeah, I was waking up at around 11, 11 or 12. That's when I was waking up. And I was like, you know what? And this is my, this was my mind. I'm not a morning person. I will never wake up early. Mm-hmm. I literally said that. And I was, and I held on to that forever. I was just like, no way am I going to give that up? And it, and I found that it was more of a personal, like, I don't know, my, I was fighting against that. Cause I'm like, there's, I'm not going to do that. Cause whatever. And then I got to a point, not because she said it, but because I couldn't deal with my life anymore. I was in so much disarray. I hit a wall emotionally. And I think even mentally where I didn't know what to do anymore. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I, and it was, I'm just going to do it because I have to for myself. And it changed for me. It changed everything. That was the beginning of me being able to open up to try something different. And now I get it. Now I know like what it does. You have an advantage about when you go to sleep and when you wake up and that you're not reliant on someone else. Like my husband isn't tired until like midnight and right. as a result, and I'm a very light sleeper. So I, I almost feel like I have no choice in the matter. Like even if I wanted to get up at six, I would never be able to go to bed in enough time to feel healthy because he's going to be up and looking at something or walking around and like... And then if the purpose is to get up early so that to have time to yourself, like Isaac wakes up at 630. Right. So like, how would I manage him and my free time? Or do I just get him out the door by eight and then I have an extra hour at right. eight? But, you know, like I could wake up right when, and also he doesn't want, he he's all about his lazy morning. Like he gets up at 630 and goes, can I stay in my pajamas and watch TV? And like, I let him do it for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then I get up at 730. But like, I don't know, I feel so much at the whim of others. And it really is frustrating. Yeah. I wanted to run my life. I would do it so differently. Yep. That's kind of I, a sad state. You know, yep. I'd have a pet first. God damn it. I feel a little bit of that. And I know and I'm going to out myself now. Totally outing myself. But Rand and I don't sleep together. Yeah. And I don't think we're ever going to sleep together. We are happily together. Meaning that we are together as a couple in all the ways that you would imagine. Intimate. Intimate. But we do not sleep together. And and even thinking now, like we were having a discussion this morning about how his sleep patterns right now are so messed up in so many different ways, just for him from himself. You know, he's dealing with yeah. a lot of his own body and stuff. And and I realized that in order for me to get my health back and in order for him to get his health back, we cannot sleep together. In order for me to find my rhythm of my sleep and and take care of myself and for him to find what that means for him, we we really don't know. Maybe in later on in our old age, we might be able to do it. It's not that we're – but he snores. <laughs> he says no. It gets worse as you get older. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah, because he's – I mean, it's like the snoring. He has yeah, really loud snoring. snoring. He has sleep apnea. I'm a light sleeper. He tends to wake up like – stay up a little bit later or get go to bed really early like lately he's been going to bed around 8 30 so all oh the girls God. and i come into the bedrooms yeah. and we just stay up until we are ready to go to bed but then there's times when i wake up and he's already like gone like he's already working so there's that's all kind of a mess the- only because it's yeah. unpredictable exactly if he could predict if he could stick to a schedule that'd probably be better for all of right. you right but alas we the girls and i do stick to a schedule we have like you know and we now have separate places where this can happen whereas before oh my god it was off it was like we have to stay in this bedroom because daddy's asleep i feel really bad i can't go in the kitchen because daddy's asleep you know i mean it was all crazy stuff but now it's so much better it's like being a prisoner in your own home yes it is but that's kind of how i feel too like i don't know what to do with myself i don't want to go i mean he'll be sad if i go sleep somewhere else but then he'll also keep me up until 12 so it's like I can't win. Just do like little tiny changes to see if it works. That's what I recommend. Okay. And then pivot. 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 A little bit at a time. What do you mean? Pivot how? It doesn't happen all the time. Like in the Friends when they were trying to take the couch up and Ross kept yelling, pivot. Oh, pivot. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah. Pivot. No, I, I, yeah. That's kind of, now that I've said it out loud, it's a little bit sad that like I can't run my own sleep schedule. It's kind of sad. Well, no, I don't think that you're the only person. I guarantee you there are other people that are thinking exactly the same thing that you are. And part of it is trying to, like, I have a couple of times where rant, I, I, I feel totally trapped in a choice that I can't, I feel like I can't make. Like, I'm like, I can't do it because you, because them, because I can't do it. And then the last time that I was like fed up and I went up to him and I was like, I need to do something about this. And he goes, how come you haven't told me about this earlier? We could have just done something about it. And he tells me over and over again, and I don't listen to it. I don't know what my issue is, where he's like, if you need help to take care of yourself, you need to come and tell me and we can figure it out. But if I don't know, I can't help. That's and a so trust like, issue Ooh. and a control issue. That's yeah. I'd like to make a public service announcement to the women okay. out there. <laughs> Just take oh, it no. for what it is. Ladies, I know you think we can, but we cannot read your mind. and We do not know what you're thinking. Even though you believe that we should, we don't have a clue. I don't think you should read my mind. It's just that if I ask someone to do something and they don't do it the way that I want or the way that I would do it, I'll be disappointed. So I'd rather do it myself than be disappointed. I think that's part of it too. Part of it is that I, it's for me. It's a how do you say it? Like a a victim mode mentality. thing mentality in my head, where it's sort of like I need to suffer through this. It's the Catholic in me. Oh, I need that to, is true. I need to sacrifice myself. Life is not anything for, but suffering. Right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it moves from that rule subconscious, like deep seated thing, where I have to put up with all this stuff and not ask for what I want because they come first. And life is hard. And life is hard. And and who am I? And like all of this stuff, obviously this isn't coming up in my four, no, four but brain. Women, that's a common but woman thing. That's sure. what I say, you know? And so even if he, in some, there's times when he will say something like, oh, I'll take over and do this, or I will do this. And then I go, oh, no, 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 I can do it. I can do it. And it's not until I'm at a place where my heart's racing and I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be able to do this anymore that I ask for help. And he's like, oh, okay, I've been here this whole time. I don't know what's happening with you. <laughs> I see it. It's hard to break it, man. Yes, it is. It is hard to break it. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we'll see how it goes. I'm slowly trying to take control of my life. And the first thing is what I put in my mouth and saying no to ordering pizza and ordering out and ordering, ordering, ordering. So I've been making more food at home and hopefully it's helping. Who knows? Um, so yeah, we'd be really interested to know. Firstly, what do you do with extra leftover and or trash tech if it's trash or if you don't know that it's trash? B, are you at the whim of someone else in order to make your sleep or your work or your life schedule? And if so, how do you rectify that in your head? And, you, and email that to us at feedback at cheappodcast.com. It would be very helpful uh, on both counts. And the last thing I wanted to tell you guys is that Elsie and I, it's just for funsies. Like Elsie and I got a request. So po- we're, I, we're signed up to Podcorn, which is you sign up with your show and then you're allowed to search through their sponsorship database and like apply for the ones that you think apply to you or that for um, products that you might like. Well, so this week for the first time, we got a message from Podcorn that said we have a new client and a great product and we think you should try it. And they're looking for funny stuff and they would really like you to, you know, apply. So I was like, cool. And so the site is called, I'm just going to say, it. I don't care if they get publicity. It was ballsy.com. So I go to ballsy.com and it's creative Valentine's Day toy packages for couples. But then when I scrolled down, it was also like ball sack wash. <laughs> it was ball wash, basically. <laughs> and like the tagline is like sack up. And I was like, wow. <laughs> they missed their target audience on this one. Well, not exactly. No, they, they know that women... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could get it for your significant other. You get it for your significant other if you want to try something different or I guess if you want a different smelling sack. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But this is how I saw the advertising going. Just like this where I'd be like, well, if you have a smelly sack, Elsie, what do you suggest? Like, (laughs) like, how is that in any way? Something I could do with a straight face. Right. So you guys have to let us know. What do you think about that as a sponsor? Number one. Number two. You know what? I told Ran about it. And then he was like, 
you know, for entertainment purposes, it's probably going to be your best, most downloaded show. Right. That's um, and true. it's like the one everybody's going to want to love to hear. He's a smart man. That's probably so, I mean, but true. mind you, I don't know what our ladies would think about the, the, you know what I mean? I don't know. I actually don't okay. know. Okay. So just write us and let us know, should we sell ball wash? I think you should. <laughs> I already have the tagline. <laughs> Which is? Strong enough for a man, made for a woman. Made for a woman. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh so true. God. Because that's our noses really aren't nice. usually down there. No, that's I true. I mean, they can you be. You don't know. We don't know. I'm sure it's just for maintenance and execution. You know what I'm saying? It's not for any foul-smelling reasons. I'm going to assume that most of the men we know and play with are hygienic because I trust our audience yeah. to have good taste. Listen, by 2 o'clock, who's hygienic anymore? Right. Ew. I mean, that's true. Right. That's a good point. I don't know if I want to go into that nuance, but this you is how it I in see the it. Shower, or do you keep it on the sink to like freshen up throughout the day? Like, I don't do you know. Just take a washcloth and like. I think you need like a two o'clock tidy. You know, a two o'clock tidy where you would just use it to freshen up in that uh, nether region. Well, because they also have sack spray, so there's ball wash and sack spray. And, like, the spray doesn't seem like a good idea. The spray could be for 2 o'clock. The wash is when you get home from work. For the morning. Right. Or the morning. Or both. Also, I wouldn't know, like, in in all honesty, like, what if we get one of our people to buy this, right? Mm -hmm. And they present it or give it to the... So, John. Yes. What if your significant other gives you this gift? I would use it (laughs) and say thank you. (laughs) Okay. And apologize for not using it sooner. Oh, you're so kind. That's, that's the nice. Best. Yeah, that's, that's so sweet. Nice, okay. That's All right. Nice. In that way, because if not, I'd be like, what the? I mean, I just even looking at their marketing, I mean, their marketing is genius that what they've used in the way that they put anyway. Yes, but you guys just let us know so we don't end up talking even and more. And that's the news, about this. guys. Thank you so much for listening yep. to She Podcast today. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us at Facebook, Instagram, at Twitter, at She Podcast. You can also find our show notes at ShePodcasts.com. If you want to join our VIP Super Squad, go to Patreon.com forward slash she podcasts um, we have a vip group where we do a special q a just for you we answer all your personal questions well we answer all your questions that you personally have asked we don't answer personal questions <laughs> we answer questions right after about, this episode we answer questions about podcasting and i mean i guess if you had personal questions and that's beside the point thank you guys so much for listening um we appreciate you and we love you Mm-hmm. 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 Mm